welcome and thank you for visiting the Straight Talk Podcast. We're talking wealth, finance, real estate. We're coming from a tell it like it is, keep it simple, help me understand, and give it to me straight approach. I'm Greg Cowart, a guy who's been working on the front lines of finance and real estate now for 20 years. We're going to help you save money, point you in the right direction, and keep it fun and keep it real. Thanks for joining. Let's roll. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining me, Greg Cowart, on today's Straight Talk podcast, where we talk about money, wealth, and real estate. And uh, we appreciate you spending time with us, hanging out, and um, getting some straight talk. And joining me for our third straight episode is my dear friend and coworker Jesse Perone. Hi, Jesse. Hello, Greg Cowart. I can't hear you very well. I'm eating the mic. There you go. You should hear me now. I do. I did. We learned. <laughs> we learned that in filming these things, that we, uh, and we are also being filmed. It's very awkward. That is awkward for the listener. You don't know it, but there's cameras on us. I think it's going to take five times to get used to this. Yeah. Well, really appreciate you, guys, you joining us. Um, excited about our show today and what we're going to talk about. Um, mm-hmm. And um, with that being said, let's go ahead and take twenty minutes of your life and try to get you through the other side a lot smarter, wiser. Um, than you are right now. That's good. And when you're at a dinner later and someone says, how do you know that? Make up something other than <laughs> I'm listening to Greg's Straight Talk podcast. You because just look at them confused like you don't know this? Yeah, that's better. That's definitely better. Jeez, yeah. So smart. All right. So it's the 15th of June mm-hmm. as we record this today. Yep. Sorry, and 2023. 2023. And it will be interesting to listen back to this. In fact, note to self. Go listen to this bad boy in here and see what mm-hmm. see what you think. Because today you're fired up. Pretty fired up. I'm fired up. Yeah, pretty fired up. There's news going down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, let's share with the listener kind of uh, what's what's happening uh, yesterday. Go ahead, Jesse. What happened yesterday? The Fed met. The Fed. Who's the Fed? Mm. It's like like they're like sounds like, top secret. Like badges. Yeah, and people people. We'll say, I, I, there's going to be a Fed meeting. That's there's right. going to be a Fed meeting. <clears throat> we work in the ro- world of money, and people love to call us and ask about what the Fed said. The Fed, yeah. can you lock my interest rate? The Fed's meeting tomorrow, and they're increasing right. the rate. Yeah, and typically we know what the Fed's going to say before they say it, but mm-hmm. not these days. Nope. We did not know. Actually, I take that back. Kind of. Uh, there was almost a 90% chance they were not going to raise interest rates yesterday, did they? Right, but what we don't know in these Fed meetings is the comments they're going to make. That's right. That they forecast. didn't raise interest rates, but they made some comments. And mm-hmm. the comments are almost more important and more of a surprise than mm-hmm. the interest rates. Yeah. And so here's the deal. So pretty much I like to use analogies. And if anyone's ever met me, they know <laughs> that sometimes you can't quite tell what I'm th- talking about because I like to tell analogies. So um, there's a couple we've got for today. I think one of my one of the analogies I thought about was I grew up in rural low country South Carolina. And I spent a lot of time around a weird word, which is pluff mud, which basically means this is like the marshy area where the creeks go way in off the ocean and there'd be docks out there. So you walk out and what's interesting about tidal South Carolina is you can have huge variations of the water level. Mm-hmm. I mean, legitimately big. So you walk down to the dock and you look out and you see, you see that it's high tide, but you can't tell if it's coming in or going out the water. And so what we would learn is you would walk down and you just throw something in the water. And if it was heading the way of the sea, you're good. Then you, you knew tide was going out. 
And if it headed was heading in, you know, you knew tide was going in. But there's a moment yeah. in time where you throw the little marsh reed into the ocean and it sits there. Oh, that's good. That's and good. that is where we are with yesterday's fed meme, I think. Mm-hmm. Which is, folks, we are in the middle of a shift from expansion in our economy mm-hmm. to potentially recession ish. We're kind like. of in a pendulum swing and no one can tell where we are. Are we at the end? Are we at the start of the next phase? And it's just a really unique time. Mm-hmm. Really unique time right now. That quick pause before it goes the other way. Yeah, yeah. we also, you and I were talking about like a pendulum, how it pendulum. comes back and forth. And we've used the roller, the roller coaster. At we the do top, explain. And we're kind of yep. stuck. Stuck at the top of the roller coaster. Interest rates went from 3%. Under 3% mm-hmm. for a minute. And went straight up to over seven. Over seven percent. In just over twelve months. Fastest increase in an interest rate rates Ever. in the history of our country. And behind the the little green man behind the closet is named Jerome Powell. <laughs> and that dude's got his hands on dials. And really it's only one dial. It's kinda sad. Yeah. Well, I take that back. It's his mouth, because whatever he says, everyone mm-hmm. listens to, but his dial is the cost of money. And so we've got Jerome Powell. The Fed, which is the Federal Reserve, who controls the amount of money mm-hmm. that the United States government spends. And there's this huge world of money going on in the background. And he basically, when the pandemic hit, took the cost of money and turned it way down. Yep. He turned it down to zero. And what the Fed does is they set the number for what it costs banks to borrow money. So if you were a bank and you said, knock, knock, federal government, I'd like to borrow money. They said, cool, we'll give it to you at zero. So you could be a bank and go out and lend money at 2% mm-hmm. and do really well. Mm-hmm. And that's how money got super cheap. And uh, it was cheap for a long time because we, you and I were talking today. What was that day where the world shut down in our world here in Virginia? It's in March mm, I think it was 9th? 16th, 18th, somewhere like in there. That, 2019. 2019. Yep. Mm-hmm. And we, it was a really scary time when we did not know what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You just knew you weren't coming to work tomorrow. We went to Staples and started getting some stuff we to be able getting, to work from we home. We started getting video cameras. Mm-hmm. Smart move by me. Was. I was like, let's go buy every video camera because we're going home. And yeah. uh, and we did. Yep. But remember at first you thought you were going home for like a month? Or not even. Two weeks. We said two yeah. weeks. And you heard it coming. Like the whole storm was coming across the world. And that was scary. And so what he did little green man jerome powell turned down that cost of money and quickly yeah we were looking at a chart the cost of money i think was around 2.25 for the banks the fed funds rate at that point and yeah, he, he got it down dropping. to zero within yep. a year yep and what happened to house interest rates they decreased and everyone refinanced everybody remember that we were yep. afraid of the phone we were afraid of the phone yeah we were turning people away Gosh, it was crazy. And you were stuck at your house. Yeah. All the political noise. And everyone knew you were stuck at your house, so they were calling to refi And we were working left and right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was a wild time. You couldn't even, and and you tried to hire, but people just eventually were like, I can't hire. I mean, it's too quick, too much, too fast. Mm -hmm. Someone's going to get in the way. And so we just limited ourselves to only helping a certain number of clients. Mm -hmm. What happened when you refinanced your interest rate from 6% to 3% on your $300,000 mortgage? Your payment drops significantly. Yeah. 
800 bucks. And now you have ring, ring, make my payment. Give me 800 bucks a month. Sure. Takes about 30 days and give me some pay stubs and bank statements. And who was to thank for that? The little green man. Little green man, Jerome Powell. Yeah. That's his job. Mm -hmm. And so basically you've got, you and I were talking about lunar cycle seasons, Mm -hmm. tides. Mm -hmm. The economy has a rhythm. It's got a pendulum swing. Yeah. It swings from times are real good to times are real bad. And as we looked at this presentation today, we learned even that it has a certain number of years. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. The expansion and recession. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Typically economies expand for about six to seven years Mm -hmm. and then they go through a period of retraction, also called recession. For about a year. For about a year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, And here we are. We're, and here we are. The, the tide has come in. The changed it a tad bit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like as far as like the timeline of how long we stayed in Oh, there. I see what you're saying. Yes, because as I look at this chart in front like, of me. It was like five, five and a half years is like the average. But we, we're seeing it's right. been like seven to eight because of. It was 2016, 2017 mm-hmm. that we were due mm-hmm. kind of for a recession. Um and that's around when COVID. the pandemic hit, mm-hmm. when COVID hit, and it kind of threw a wrench in the disruption of the cycle. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and our little green man turned that money real cheap. And, and then, here goes my my analogy, because I was raised, and you were too, in the country. Uh-huh. And when someone had a bonfire party, oh, I love this is the analogy was, I've been it, waiting it, for. It was on. It so was now on. we have eight hundred bucks extra in our pocket. Hell yeah. And we're just at home yeah, ordering things on Amazon. That's right. And not only you had 800, every homeowner, Everyone. 65% of the United States. Yep. Money got cheap. And guess what happened? Uh-oh. Think we ran out of stuff. Remember? <laughs> yeah. You couldn't get stuff. You couldn't get anything. Couldn't get toilet paper. I don't know. Well, that was different. So that many was people a... have cats. I don't quite <laughs> understand why there's no cat food. But, yep. Yeah. And some of that was shortage and panic buying, but there was also yeah, yeah. shortage coming from overbuying, overbuying overconsumption. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So I like to use the bonfire analogy because mm-hmm. pretty much the economy is like a bonfire party for a bunch of 20 year olds. Mm-hmm. And when Jerome, the little green man, turned down that money and money got cheap, we just threw logs on the fire <laughs> and that thing went up. Yeah, having a party. Couple, couple drinks in and it was on. It was wild. Well, could I could I find people to work? Nope. Nope. So what do I have to do? Work more. Well, or so, oh, and pay them more. Pay them more. Yeah. Wages went, went up. up. Cost of money went down. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Refinancing put more money in people's mm-hmm. pockets. Did we go under during the pandemic? Did our economy fall apart? No. It worked. Mm-hmm. It held together. Somehow it held together. Mm-hmm. And then. Uh-oh, this bon- bonfire has been rolling for a while. I think everybody's a little drunk. Yeah, y'all need to tone it down. And there's still people throwing bo- throwing logs on the fire. Mm-hmm. And it is one in the morning. <laughs> yeah, it's time and, to shut it down. And really, in hindsight, this is where the little green man messed up. Uh-huh. Because at this point, he should have come in like a parent. Or the police with his water truck and started squirting water Mm -hmm. on this fire. But he didn't. Mm -hmm. And we now know this cyclically that really we saw inflation coming big time. Yeah. 
And inflation just means what cost a dollar yesterday costs a dollar five mm -hmm. the next day because there's not enough of it. So mm -hmm. someone says, well, I'll pay you more if you give it to me. And mm -hmm. then that's inflation. Yeah. It's really can be dangerous for economies. We've seen a lot of economies around the world collapse, Haiti, Italy, just through rapid inflation. Not enough and people willing to pay too much. Mm -hmm. So what Jerome Powell has done is he has come in to our bonfire party, which was so fun. So, such a good Money time we were so having. Money was so cheap. And he has said, this is not good for you. Mm -hmm. Too much fire, too much booze, too much dancing. It is too late. When we do this country, things don't turn out well. Yeah. He took out his water hose and started spraying it on the fire. Yep. And proceeded to spray so much water on the fire <laughs> that it's the largest increase in interest mm -hmm. rates in the history of our country. Did it yeah. work? Yeah, it's working. It's working. Yeah. The fire is going out. Fire is going out. Actually, but it's not quite working as much as we hoped. Yeah, it's, and, there's, still some, <clears throat> there's still some there. Well, one of the things we're seeing is that wages are still super high. It's so hard to hire. Mm -hmm. We're seeing it, it in every business. You just can't get good people. And if you see a good person, the cost of them just goes up on a monthly basis. Mm -hmm. Serious shortage of workers. Yes. And if I run Joe Bob's Pop Shop and I can, oh, I got to pay Jane, Jane to sell my pop and mm -hmm. it, it gets more and more expensive to hire Jane. At some point, I got to raise the price of my yep. pop, my yep. soda. And that's what's going on. Prices are going up and they're going up because we're having to pay people. And at some point, we all pay this. Yes. And the party's going to end. And that dude has thrown so much water on the fire that we have gone from a 9% inflation rating mm -hmm. to somewhere around 4 to 4.7, depending yeah. upon how you want to strip the numbers down. Yeah. That's a 500 bips, which is a fancy word makes makes people sound smart, which just means 5% five, <laughs> five yes. decrease in inflation. Yeah. And what did he say yesterday? Keep it, he wants to keep keep it going down. Not yeah, enough. Yeah, I know this fire's way down, but guys, I still think I'm gonna throw some more water. Yeah, I want it. I want it out. I mean, it's four in the morning. We're just barely staying warm. Yeah, if I shut this water down, it might blaze up some more. That's right. Keep it coming. He is worried that it's gonna keep going, and he is going to overly douse the fire. Mm -hmm. And in fact, yesterday said I might even throw more water on it this year. Yep. Nine of the Fed members said. Yes. We think we're going to raise two more times this year, and I'm fired up because we feel like the fire is already going out. Yes. Let do the water really do its job. Yeah, that's right. I mean, it's it's decreed. Do you really want to throw more water on this fire? Yeah. Because at some Turn point, we cross the line from expansion and we cross into recession. Right. And that's what they want. They want unemployment. Mm -hmm. They want people to get laid off. It's working. We're mm -hmm. seeing it. They want Jesse to say, hey, I want a new job. Screw you. I can go get paid more over here. And her to say, uh-oh. I can't. I spoke too soon. Yeah. And we're in the middle of the tidal shift. Mm -hmm. And yesterday, the world is like, is enough enough? And he said, nah, I don't think so. I think we're going to go a little bit more. And that was the comment. Yeah, that and that was the comment. And the, reason, and the reason that affects us is because, and it doesn't matter. Uh, remember, it's not about us. It's about the listener and straight talk is that if you're in the world of money or you're in the world of real estate, you've mm -hmm. seen just a dramatic shift from the craziness of COVID mm -hmm. three years ago to the most dramatic interest rate increase 
So we're talking to the customer, to our listener from Richmond, Virginia, mm -hmm. one of the hot southern towns in the United States. Great place to live. It is. Jesse, interest rates are about 7%. They are. Oh, cool. There won't be anyone to buy a house, so at least home prices will come down. Nope. What not, are you seeing? Not here. Home prices are still going up. Tell me a story. How many people offer on houses? Um, well, I had a guy just yesterday. I really thought he was going to get the house. Um, he super strong, putting down at least 10% conventional loan and offered 50K over. Yep. And he did not get it. Yep. I just, while and we're sitting he's here. He's had like 15 offers. On the house or he's made 15? He's made like 15. Unbelievable. While we're sitting here, I just was found out that a client who put in an offer, the appraisal just came in 50000 under. And we knew it. Yeah. Because to buy Planning a house in it. our town, you got to spend more than it's worth mm -hmm. at 7%. Yep. Can hit from both sides. Dear listener, you may be in nowhere land and home values may have gone down at 7%. But in these stronger southern, southeastern, mm -hmm. maybe southwestern towns, we're not seeing it. And I'm really worried, dear listener, about what this looks like when the bonfire kicks back up. Because even at 5%, if this is what demand looks like for housing. And by the way, well, I don't own a house. That's fine. Go try to rent. Yeah, same thing. Rent is just we going own up rental and up houses. And up. I can almost name my price. Mm -hmm. Almost name my price. The only thing that keeps me from not renting my houses for more is literally not wanting to do somebody wrong. Yeah. Yeah, because to keep it's it that hard. So yeah. the bonfire has caused a lot of hangover. <laughs> and we're dealing with it. And it's not real fun. And even if you're listening and you're not in the world of finance or the world of wealth, you're starting to see it now. Yeah. You, you know that it's expensive to buy. You know it's super competitive. You know that you're hearing about more layoffs. And all this is, listener, is just a cycle. Yep. So don't get fired up about it. We yeah. weren't. We weren't, I mean, the, come and go. that's right. I mean, when the bonfire is raging, don't be the idiot who's running around with the clothes off and drink responsibly. Yeah. And when the tide's shifting, it's just the tide shifting. And guess what? It's going to change and mm -hmm. it'll change again tomorrow. And this is the nature of the economic cycle, regardless mm -hmm. of who's in control, red, green, or blue. Mm-hmm. This comes around just like a season about every seven years. And we are overdue for this correction. Exactly, we're overdue. And the little green man is trying to somehow quietly shut down the bonfire party without putting the fire out and sending us to recession. But he can't keep it raging, too. He's got to dump water on it. And now, uh, you know, yeah, turn on the TV and everybody's trying to comment on, is this too much water or not enough water? Mm -hmm. and, and, and who knows? But we're in the middle of him saying, you know what? Let's do some more water. Or we're close to enough. And the moment we see that start to be triggered, which is definitely going to be in the second half of 2023, mm -hmm. it looks like, then we will probably start hopefully another slight expansion phase. Or yeah. perhaps he puts too much water on the fire and it truly goes into a recession, which somehow the little green man is trying to figure out how to let the business world cycle and yet not let it get too bonfire party-ish and too cold by putting it out a, and a middle ground and they're getting good at it. Yeah. And even though what they've done for the way you and I make a living and the way we help families has been really difficult. Mm -hmm. It didn't fall apart at COVID. 
No, didn't fall apart. Stock market's held yeah. substantially well. Yeah, we're still here. But but there is an odd thing that basically we're selling 30-year fixed mortgages at 7%. And we're still waiting for people to come in and rush and be like, that's a great deal. I mean, think about it. 7% is a pretty good return on a super safe investment. Mm-hmm. And yet the economy is such in transition that there's not a ton of buyers. Because Buy, once people buying the investors buying these mortgages, right. not consumers that's buying right. houses, etc. Thank you for that. Because technically, really, these are a commodity that gets sold mm-hmm. just like cattle exactly. or oil. And uh, it is wild that we're here and just in this lull period. Because at some point, we'll look back and a 7% fixed return on a mortgage will have been a good investment for the yes. investor. Yeah. And uh, we're not there right now. So, yeah. So I'm a little fired up today. Yeah. It's hard not to be. Yeah. Um, so let's go ahead and close down, if that's yeah. okay. Yeah, what do you need the consumer to know? Who's listening? The people listening? Yeah. What's their um, takeaway? I think their takeaway is that it's – I don't think we as a country have done a good job of looking back at the COVID crisis mm-hmm. and the psychological toll it took on a, on a lot of different things. I mean, think about how many people changed their perspective on work. Yeah, most. I mean, we saw divorces go down, marriages go up. I mean, it was a Baby. real, yeah, it was a real change work to human home. behavior. Mm-hmm. Zoom, phone calls. Mm-hmm. What changed the world of work? Completely. It changed our town, Richmond, Virginia. What percentage of the people that call us to buy a home are coming in from out of town? Oh, my God, a lot. I Quarter? would say, I was going to say 30%. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy that you can work anywhere. And so the Chicago, the Boston, I mean, San even Fran. Like laws are changing, like our licensure. Yeah. I mean, it's changing a lot. Yeah, the whole world of you have to you work have to go near into where the, office. the business is. Yeah, you don't has, have, to, you don't have to do that anymore. And that's caused these towns like a Richmond or like a Birmingham or, you know, New Orleans to just boom because yeah. it's the weather's good. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's cool. Yeah, not a ton of traffic, and I'm going to work from home. And yeah, so I, I think the, for the consumer, the listener, it's we're just entered a world where it's important to realize that, however negative this is for you, mm. that it's all wrapped into this COVID experience. Yeah. And I hope you learned today it's, it's all wrapped into a pendulum of business cycle as well. And mm-hmm. COVID came right at a time in a business cycle. It was kind of disruptive. Mm-hmm. We got through it. And there's a bit of hangover paying the price as the little green man puts out the puts fire. Puts out our fire. Yeah. And even more drinking for us. And I feel for bad now. for him because as much people would love to say it's too much water or not enough, I, no one knows. No one it, knows until it's we're past it. Yeah, we're all a bit of guinea pigs. So I'll be really curious as we listen to this around Christmas or even next summer to see how he did. Yeah. yeah I'm hoping he gets it right. Me too. All right. With that, let's, let's sign off. Uh, so listener, hopefully there was something here about – economics but not like heavy yuck economics but just kind of how the how the economic cycle works and the little green Jerome Powell controlling money that you found helpful we really appreciate you uh, tuning in and I want to say thanks to you Jesse for uh, hanging out and um, helping me through this yeah thanks for having me thank you for listening to the straight talk podcast I hope it's been time well spent do you have questions topics you'd like to see me cover want to connect just reach out to me gregcoward.com Now go, make it a great day.